Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 42 with the remarkable Anne Beaulieu. Hi, this is Anne Beaulieu and you are listening to Heart Cells with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Today's topic is so important for all of us because it is about emotional intelligence. And I'm so happy and grateful that I could win Anne Beaulieu for this amazing interview. She is a founder of Walking Inside Resources Incorporation. She is multilingual in French, English and Chinese Mandarin. Anne is an emotional intelligence coach and speaker. And she is the author of The Emotionally Intelligent Way. That is a book series assisting us in developing emotional intelligence at home and in business. So I'm really, really looking forward to this conversation because emotional intelligence is more or less like the foundation that we need to connect with other people, especially in sales, when we need to have a connection to be able to offer our services. So enjoy. Well, I am so happy to have you on today. And thank you so much for being here at Heart Cells Podcast. It's my honor and my privilege to be invited. Thank you, Christine. It's very kind of you. You're so welcome. And you have such an interesting topic that is so important, not only for sales, but for everything in your life. Um, so let's dive into um, how would you explain to people emotional intelligence and why is it important? Emotional intelligence is being able to hold a mirror and to look at the world around us as our mirror, not a mirror, not the mirror, but our mirror. And what we see reflected into our world is actually a reflection upon ourselves. So if we see our world as something negative where people are arguing or fighting or then it's something about us that needs to be revisited and healed most likely so i always say to my clients it's what you see is what you get so within so without awesome so and i would just suspect that in a sales conversation right? If we are, let's say, maybe terrified, or we choke when we make an offer, or we have a feeling like we want to run away. Um, it is not the other person that provokes us in us. It is our own thing. Let's call it thing. Maybe you have a better word to solve and to get clear about. So do you have any advice what a person could do to take the first step The first step is always self-awareness because I used to be terrified of sales and it was to see uh, that thing that you called in my, in my work, I call it a limited belief and it's to see where does this belief come from? Who does the person in front of me remind me of? 
And then when we answer those questions, we kind of shed a little bit light <laughs> into the A process. little bit light. And usually, in most cases, is what we realize is that it's linked to a past event often that occurred in our childhood and that made us feel anxious or worried or terrified about a sale. For example, um, when I was, I, I thought about it, where does that terrifying came from? And <laughs> it might sound horrifying, but when I was about eight years old, my baby brother, who was six, wanted a pack of gum that I had. It was those bubble gum, you know, that's hoba baba. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and he wanted it. And back in the day, it was like, you know, 25 cents. And I looked at him and I was like, one dollar. It's going to cost you one dollar. And being six years old, he was like, okay, I just really want it. Just give it to me. And when my parents found out what I had done, oh, I got massively scolded that how could I ask four times the price of something that was worth 25 cents? And as silly as it sounds that I was eight years old, it made me terrified of sales. Mm. What if I was asking the wrong price? What if, was I abusing the other person? Was I, what, what, what was I doing? And all these limiting beliefs, what we call false beliefs also, were playing in the back of my head. So when we have a problem with selling, there are limiting beliefs at play. And they're running the show. That's why we get anxious or worried in those cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful that you just summarized that with such an incredible example. Um, because, you, you know, I take people through a process called sales power. And uh, in power, every letter stands for process itself and P is for the past. So really understanding where do these emotions come from and you did find out, which is great, because I'm quite sure that you deal with sales today completely different. <laughs> so how, when, when you started out in, in, in your business, how, how did you deal with a sale? Were you still terrified? How did you overcome this? Or how did you discover that it was all going back to that moment? It at first, uh, when I was started in sales, I was still terrified. I was a young adult. I hadn't done that self-discovery work yet. That was I was 21 years old. So and I was selling financial products to people and and institutions. And I remember it was like, do I have the right product? Did I structure it properly? What if they don't like it? Oh my God, they're going to think that I'm awful and I'll never get to the sale again. And, and it was all playing. And wow. that continued, those false beliefs continued in, in my 30s and, and with more or less success. But I was the one standing in my way of to financial success and, and I was unaware of it. It was easier for me to blame and shame, like it's other people's fault, it's the product's fault. No, we are the common denominator with every experience, every sales experience that we have. We are the common denominator, which answers the question, who does this remind me of? Us. Yes. Every sale reminds us of us. 
And when I started doing my self-discovery work, that's when it changed. Because I saw myself in every customer and client in front of me. That was a game changer. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. And you you do such beautiful work um, and you've, you've written a lot of books and you were so kind to um, give the opportunity to the audience when they go to walkinginside.com to actually, uh, it's like a, a drawing. You can, there's a wheel and, uh, you know, it kind of draws the book for you. And um, I tested it and I got a book called Dirty Money. And... As we know, sales and money are very much related because when you make a sale, you receive money. And I see over and over again that especially women somehow have more difficulties to receive. Giving, they give all day long. They give until, you know, they drop off their chairs, but they don't often like I don't want to generalize, but often they can't really receive. So I, I love this book. Um, can you tell us a little bit more of what you have discovered in your work with a relation to money and sales? You touched a very good point, which is about receiving. Women, by just the name of women, is we are the nurturers. We are the givers. So we give and give and give. And for us to receive, it's to feel worthy. So a lot of the issue about sales is, am I worthy of the sale? Am I worthy of being compensated handsomely for all the work that I do and all those products and services that I provide? So for many women who have a problem with getting to the sale multiple times, it is quite often at the root, the cause of it all, their sense of worthiness, feeling worthy of receiving compensation for what they offer. Let's face it, in the past, women worked for free. And that's still quite ingrained in a lot of women nowadays. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can so see that. And um, I mean, you. You coming from a background where you had to work for everything for you know where you are right now. Um, can you can you give us some more um, insights? Because I want to inspire people that no matter where they are on their journey, you can make a new decision each and every day. You can learn. You can implement. You can get rid of your limiting beliefs. And everybody has limiting beliefs. You know, you probably would agree you still have some. I, I have limiting beliefs, but we're doing the work to get over it, to get to the next level. Um, so can you give us a, like, a little bit more insight on your story and how you started the journey um, that wasn't an easy one? But the results and the rewards are just unbelievable. Thank you. Uh, I grew up at the end of a dirt road in uh, rural areas, in a small town of 3,600 people. Uh, My father was a sociopath who believed in physically and emotionally hurting people. Uh, I used to be, I used to think as a child that his heart was as black as a stone. So you can imagine 
my mother was clinically psychotic. She was, she believed uh, she was uh, the Immaculate Conception, if you, she was Catholic, pregnant with the child of Jesus Christ. So imagine being a child in that environment and trying to find, find your way. I, the way that I found was academically. It was like, I'm going to prove to the world that um, I am not crazy like them. I am different than them. And I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to be successful financially, emotionally, all of it. Um, I went to university, entered university at 16. Fast forward, I got 18 degrees and certifications, which is oh, wow. crazy when you think about it. That was wow. how the false belief was, I'm going to prove to you I'm not crazy, which yeah. made me crazy because yeah. why have so many degrees well, you had and, and certifications? Yeah. I had, it felt like I had something to prove. I got the white picket fence. I got married, had three children. I had houses over multiple continents. I, had, I was a multimillionaire. In the eyes of the outside world, I had it all. I was the epitome of success. But let's be honest. At night, when I was alone with myself, I had this emotional hole inside of me that no amount of money, person, or thing could fill. I was the only one who could fill it, and I didn't know it. And it took me, if you've ever seen the movie The Matrix, the yeah. first one, uh-huh. I met Morpheus. And Morpheus showed me my Matrix. And I completely collapsed. It wasn't a... Uh, I stopped pretending and, and all my anger, all my rage, everything that I had suppressed, feelings and emotions, everything came back up like this tsunami of shit. And I was still trying to hang on to my facade of, quote unquote, I have it all. And, uh, and at some point, I just let go. And I sank. I just sank at the bottom of my soul. And I knew at the bottom was that wounded little girl that long ago I had denied. And I started doing everything that, it, that I could. I had so little compassion for myself and the world around me. My world was my mirror, but my world was terrifying. My world was full of angry people. And, and, and how could I be happy in that environment? And I was looking at my relationships and, and with my children, with, with my partners, with, with my clients, customers. And I did something that might sound crazy. I stopped coaching for one year and stopped coaching. I contacted every single client I had. And I said, how can I coach you when I am unable to coach myself? when I'm unable to see myself through. That means that I am actually using you to heal myself. And I refuse to do that anymore. I will, as I will, you know, um, if you want to go with anyone else, I will suggest people. And people say it. They were like, no, we believe in you. We, we have faith. And it was very funny because I thought I became public. I... Uh, 
I started sharing my journey openly, everything that had ever happened to me in the past. And it would scare most people and feeling it and healing it and doing all that forgiveness work, what they call the dark night of the soul. And, 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 and the strangest thing happened. And people started following me on Facebook. And I was like, why? Don't they see I'm screwed up? Why? And they, they kept following. And they came like the request for friendship, 5, 10, 50, 100 a day. And I was like, why? And, and, and they, they could see themselves in me. And they, they found, if I remember these women, they, they took a post that I had written and they shared it. There were five of them and they shared it. And, they, and one of them said, I don't have the courage yet to say what she is saying, but I am thinking it. So here it is. That's my first step. And that's when I realized this is what I'm here for. That's Shedding powerful. light and being a light in other people's life. And I became accredited as an emotional intelligence coach and built a uh, international business because of it. Yeah, It's yeah. been quite an incredible journey. Yeah. So you did your research. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well, you know, what, what I would love for people to see that I'm all about the authentic sale. And if you can be you in the sales process, if you can just allow yourself to relax into the sale, right? You, I, I believe that everybody out there with those beautiful gifts, they can do so much more when they are authentic, when they stop tweaking and putting a mask on just because they have a conversation and all of a sudden they realize, oh my goodness, the other person is interested in buying something. And then they take the next mask they can find that says sales and they become the strange different person. The energy shifts, you can feel that you know their emotions are getting weird. You can maybe, if you are face to face, you can see the fear or the, you know, becoming anxious or whatever it is. And just by sharing your incredible story and by seeing that once you start being true to yourself, honest to yourself, and every person has different challenges, right? There shouldn't be a comparison. Just people be true to yourself. Look in the mirror and just admit, like, where are you? And know where you want to go and how you want to get there doesn't matter at the moment. Just being that honest person and inviting other people in is so powerful, right? And as you just shared, your clients didn't run away. They accepted your story and they accepted that you wanted to do your work first before you go back serving them. So I think that's super, super powerful. And, and people can really embody that in their own journeys. Yes, right? most people found it inspiring. Yeah. And what they said was, one of them uh, emailed me back and was like, imagine the value you're going to bring us. Imagine all the pitfalls that we're going to avoid because you did the work. And it got me so much clearer, got me even more determined to do the work, to understand my clients, to have that compassion 
we can only have, you know, there's this illusion that we can have more compassion for others than we have for ourselves. That is complete bullshit. Mm. We are the vessel. So it's, 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 uh, we have compassion to the, to the same level. We might just tell ourselves otherwise. Yeah. But I am able that no matter what my client is going through, whether they are building a business and they have this roadblock or like, how, how do I do my website or how do I create this sales funnels or, or how do I make all those cold calls? And, and cold calls to me, it's redundant. It's a getting to know you call. And, and to be able that they feel they can share with me anything because they, they feel that I've been there. And therefore, the judgment is gone. That mm-hmm. is super powerful to be yeah. successful in sales, to give that feeling of safety to the other person in front of us. Yeah, to show them that we have been there. Correct. Right? That, that we have somehow found a way to get to a new level, to a better level in a, in a good way for us. Brilliant. Well, thank you so, so much. I can't wait to continue this interview with you and uh, going deep on, on some more sales questions. Thank you so much for having been here, Anne. I really enjoyed this conversation. Me too. I think you're an incredible person. And uh, if anyone is, uh, I highly recommend your podcast because you go to the heart of the matter. Thank the heart so of a sale is a heart. And it's a person. It's a person. Yeah, I totally agree. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to see you for the next interview. I just loved this interview because Anne incorporates that soft side with that powerful side. And she really demonstrates emotional intelligence. I hope that this interview was really serving for you. I have put all the resources and the links in the show notes onto christineschlonsky.com. So hop on over, check out the full podcast episode, as well as the transcript, the show notes, and all the links we talked about, and grab a copy of Anne's amazing books in her book series um, that she is still um, giving away on her page. So make sure you check that out. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.